isn't there like an in-between stage? I don't know. That's like, like just like the very like beginning of day. I don't know. You tell me. Like, how close were you? Close, like, close, or not really dating, just kind of friends, or? Uh, no, like more than friends, but not boyfriend girlfriend. Isn't there a middle? Isn't there well, a yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the plaintiff, Marcia Hamilton. She says she and the defendant were good friends and almost dating when he asked if he could drive her car. Unfortunately, he ran a red light and another car hit them on the driver's side. She hit her head on the dashboard and the defendant smashed his head into the steering wheel. Now the guy won't pay her the $2,685 he owes. His cousin's a lawyer who's trying to intimidate her. Now she has no other choice but to sue this cad. Right here, right now. This is the defendant, Cartier Banks. He says the plaintiff threw him the keys to her car when they were going out for a bite to eat. And the car that hit them was the one who ran the red light. The impact was pretty severe and they ended up crashing into a tree. The plaintiff then had her cousin call him on the phone and threatened that if he didn't pay up, they were going to make him disappear. Disappear? Nice people. He's accused of crashing his way right into court. All parties, please get ready. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see the come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Ms. Hamilton, you are suing Mr. Banks, your former friend, I guess. Um, here's exactly how you... They, we were talking and almost dating, but not boyfriend and girlfriend. What does that mean? Isn't there, like, an in-between stage? I don't know. That's, like, like just, like, the very like beginning of... I don't know. You tell me. Like, how close <laughs> were you? Close, like, close, or not really dating, just kind of friends, or...? Uh, no, like, more than friends, but not boyfriend and girlfriend. Isn't there a middle... Well, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Um, all right, so you have started the beginnings of what could turn into a beautiful relationship. Right. And uh, what happens? Well, it was just an accident. I was still still interested in talking to him, like, even though the accident had No, happened, I actually want to get into the accident. That's what the lawsuit's about. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me what happens. One fine day, when you're hanging out, what happens? You're driving your car? Yeah. And it's a what? Uh, 06 Impala. Chevy An 06 Impala. Impala. And then uh, what happens that he ends up with the keys? <sighs> he asked for them, so I gave them to him. And how many times had you been in a car with him? A few other times, like And not who was many. driving the other times? He was. So he always drove? Your car? No, he w we weren't driving my car. Oh, okay. Did you drive my car? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes, then. Do you have a car? Yes. Did you ever drive her in your car? Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now, this fine day where the accident happens, he asks you, can I drive? And you say, sure. And then what happens? He ran a light, and then we got hit. He ran through a red light? Yeah, he ran through Were you through looking light. at the light? I wasn't really, because I, I trusted him as a driver. Like, he seemed, he, he's so not So how do you know the light was reckless. red if you weren't looking at it? But Because I looked up in that instant, just because um, Dude, I felt- Hold on one second. Let me get through, let okay. me do my thing, okay. all right? Go ahead, go ahead. I looked up in that instant, and then um, just like something just made me look up. I don't know what it was, but- um, 
I look up and then I saw that he had drove through it and then that's when we got hit. So you like, saw the light red before he drove through it? Yes. All right, I so did you scream or say, watch out, red light, anything? It was like a split second. Like, I really wish I had time to react, but it was no time. But okay. um, he, um, so we got hit and then... How'd you get hit on the right, on the left? On your side? His side, right? His side. I think okay. His Stop side. asking him for help. He's not I'm sorry, I All can't. Right. On his side. <laughs> Who's the lady with you? Um, my mom. Okay. Uh, so you get hit on, on, on his side, and then what happens? Um, I, we did a spin, and then um, I hit my face on the dashboard. Were you guys seat belted? No. Hmm. I know. Seat belts save lives. Mm. I hear All right. So both of you whack your faces against what's in front of you. You the steering wheel and you the, the dashboard. Yes. Um, you're lucky you didn't go flying through the glass. How, so was it a high-speed impact? I know everything feels like a high-speed impact when it's an At impact. At the time, it yeah. did. Okay, right, but, but it, he wasn't going like crazy fast. But when he was trying to run that red light, I think that's what made me, because he was trying to beat the light. All right. According to you, did you run a red light? No. The other car ran a red light. Yes. According to you, would you have a green or a yellow? Well, I was yellow. Say it again. Yellow. Your light was yellow. Yeah. Their light was red. But then, correct. Where would was that car at a stop and then started too fast, or was that no, car coming, that, or you have no idea? They was coming so fast, but they coming so fast, but all the cars behind them going slow and they finna stop because they like red. Wait, so so slow down, back up. Look, Say it again. So it's a it's car so it's a lot of cars like three four Wait, cars. Wait, a lot of cars where behind you? No, coming from this way. I'm okay, coming well, don't straight. Don't get upset at me. I'm trying to understand. <laughs> Look, you have all to be right, clear. so <laughs> these are the other cars Hold on. right here. I'm gonna need you to come over here and turn around because you're disorienting me. Just come here a second. Look. Trust me. No, wait. <laughs> wait. Stop. That. Okay, I got it. Hold on. Where are you? Are you your right hand or your left hand? I was driving right here. Cars. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna go behind you okay. then to try to understand. <laughs> Okay, you're doing out perfect. Right, so go. Look. All right. Being a passenger, so you work. Okay, I'm the passenger. Right, so look, All right. I'm driving straight. It's cars coming this way, but it's one that's going super fast, but the ones behind them is slowing down because the light is red, so they often stop. But that one's going super fast, so I'm, th I'm thinking they finna stop, though, because their light is red. So I'm still going straight. Because How are you light... seeing so much? If you're I'm, gonna... I'm looking, I'm driving, so I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm driving. <laughs> and they right here, they coming this way. And I'm going straight, and my light is yellow, so I'm still going straight. I'm not finna stop. I'm trying to get there before the light turns red, so I'm still going straight. Their light is Did red. Did you speed up? Yeah, but my, my light is yellow still. My light, if it was red, I wouldn't win. Okay. If it was red, So you stop. go, and what happens? They smacked me. They were supposed to stop. Okay. They were supposed to stop because the light was red. Like all the okay. other cars behind them, they stopped. Right. But they kept going super fast, and they smacked me. Okay. As soon as it happened, she like, yeah, I know it's not your fault. I'm like, all right, good. She said that? I know it's not yes. your fault? Yes. All right, go back to the podium. What happens at the scene? Did the police give a ticket to anybody? Yeah, I got a couple tickets. Right. What are the couple of tickets that you got? Uh, I got driving without a license. Uh-huh. Driving without insurance. Uh, Did you not have insurance? That wasn't my car. She no, I know, but the insurance on your car doesn't cover you if you drive someone else's car? I don't even think, I don't got insurance. Oh. Yeah, I don't got, yeah, I, I don't got insurance, but look. Oh, before you giggle look. and get all preachy, do you have insurance? No. I, I didn't say anything. No. <laughs> look. Do you have insurance? No, I do not. Right. Does mom know that? She, she does she now? She doesn't. She wish she didn't know that, but. Okay, yeah. exactly. And you're not supposed to let nobody drive your car if you don't got insurance. If I, oh, if I, yeah, if no, I, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Look, look. Okay, let if me I just knew, say, did what? you guys end up dating or no? Because you're perfect all, for each other. All, all right? Are you kidding me? You
You just said that when you don't have insurance on your car? I know, but I'm saying. <laughs> so now let's discuss the accident. What else did you get? Driving without an, uh, 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 a license? Yeah, Why, yeah. Where was your license? I left it at the house that day. Okay. And uh, driving without insurance. Yeah. And what else did you get? Um, it was... I think there was, it was just those two. Yeah, did you get a reckless two. driving? Did you get a running no. the red light? Uh-uh, Did no. the other guy get a reckless driving or a running the red light? No. Did the other car... Is there an accident report in the case? Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, the I accident report will have both sides' names or it'll say who... Does it have the other party's name, the car? Um, I, um, I don't think so. You don't know? <laughs> was this a three-car accident? No. What the heck am I reading? Who's unit three? This is talking about a unit three. Man, I don't even think we had a police report. I don't even think that's ours. No, it's your names. <laughs> no, because is this? I ain't get no report. I don't even. Well, know you didn't get one. one. Doesn't mean that there wasn't one. What day did this happen? Um, the 16th. Had y'all been drinking or doing anything else? No. How is it that the report says is that it was a three-car accident, not a two-car accident? Did uh, you guys not notice that there was a third car that got hit by a spinning car? I didn't. No, yeah, it's in there. Did you guys, let me ask you a question. Before you come to court on something, did any of you actually read the police report? I Mom, did you read it? I just read it. You just read it when? Now in the, <laughs> okay. I didn't even know we had one. What? I didn't know we had one. Did you bother to get one when you got sued? To find out what the, see, because here's what happens. According to the police report, you're driving here and yeah. witnesses not one witness, but two witnesses, one in a car that has nothing to do with this, and, no, I'm sorry, three witnesses. The person you hit says you ran the red light, or the hit you, says you ran the red light, she had a green light and was going. The person that she spun into in another car says you ran the red light, and then a third by-sitter in another car actually was a good Samaritan, waited for the police. That person said, you ran the red light. Not only do does everybody say you ran the red light, let me tell you how they say you ran the red light. That the car in front of you was stopping for the red light and that you went around into the bike lane in order to make the light. No. Yeah, no. that's what it says. Welcome back to the People's Court, Harvey Levin here. So if somebody throws their keys at you and says, drive home with me, their car, and you get in an accident, are you responsible? Yeah, of course you're responsible, because you're still driving the car. But you're doing them a favor, they kind of threw it at you. I mean, it doesn't matter because it's still your fault that you got into the accident. You agree with that? I disagree. Well, I think because they threw the, the keys at me, they, they're responsible. They didn't ask me if I wanted to drive. Okay, who's going to be the deal breaker? Uh, just because they threw their keys at you doesn't mean that you have to necessarily drive. That's your decision to make to drive the car. And once you do, it's, your, it's on you. Okay, going inside the courtroom. It's so interesting because that's not how you testify to it. You don't say that that's what he did. And you're kind of looking at me like that. That's not what um, When he was driving, I was on my phone, so I wasn't... Oh, were you? That's yeah. what I figured, you see? So I figured you didn't see that the light was red. I figured but... you perjured yourself in front of me. I figured you didn't see that there was another... You don't... All the stuff that you say to make your case better, I know you're making up. I know you're on your phone. I know. Mm -hmm. I know you're not looking. Someone else is driving, okay? But how are you going to get out of the little pickle I have that every single witness says you ran a red light? My light was yellow. 
I'm yeah, positive. I hear you. Repeating no, no, yourself. Look, my life but was why, So I'm tell driving. me what the motive would be. I understand the motive for the person yeah. who you're in the accident with. They uh -huh. want the accident to be your fault because they don't want to pay for their own damages. But what do the other two people have to gain? What do they have? What motive do they have to lie? None. None. Exactly. What a pickle, huh? Okay. Show me the proof of the toe. It's in the police report. It's mixed in with the papers. You said it was mixed in in the papers? Of the oh, yeah, it was. You're entitled to the value of the car, which you have estimated at 2000 and that's actually pretty spot on based on... Oh, by the way, why did you give the police a different name? Do you have a license or don't I ain't give them that. She gave what them name that. did you she give them? She gave them my rap name. She don't know my real name. <laughs> she doesn't know your real name. No. Where did she get Cartier Banks? That's, my, that's what everybody called me. That's, that's my, your... Oh, you said your rap I'm name? I'm an artist. Oh, okay, okay. okay everybody okay. calls me that. Everybody. I got it. I got it. All right, after the accident, do you end up going to the hospital? No, I didn't. You don't. And did you have any injuries? Um, yes, I did. And what were your injuries? Um, I had a busted lip and a um, busted eye. All right. Um, and one of the things that you complain about is that you couldn't go to work. Yes. Why not? Because I work at a club and like having bruises on your face like that, it just, no one wants to tip that because it kills the allure. Like the point of a club is to- um, what, kind, what kind of club? It's a, um, not a strip club. It's a, um, uh, it's a nightclub. What's the allure? What do you do there? Um, I, I'm a, I sell bottles. Okay. Like, so, um. So they want you to look want good. Want you to look good. Yeah. yeah. All right. But based on what I have read, I am finding in her favor for the amount of the toe and the amount of the car. I'm not finding in your favor for the amount of your lost wages because you feel like you have to look particularly pretty or it ruins a fantasy when you're selling bottles. 2,000, wear more makeup. That's what I do. $2,185 verdict for the plaintiff. Good luck, folks. So the plaintiff prevails and gets almost $2,200. Mr. Banks is on his way out of the courtroom. You keep saying you're an artist. What, yeah. You never said what kind of an artist. I'm a rap artist. I mean, I take that back. I could do every genre. I could do country for you. Smooth R&B. If you like rock, I could do rock for you. I a little bit of everything. I do everything. And Cartier, why'd you pick the name Cartier? That's a good question. It's for you to find out. For me to find out? Yeah. Oh, well, I just thought it'd be interesting. I mean, it's an interesting name. They anyway. Call, they call me Banks, though. That's my last name because... They go by Banks. Okay. Because right. I get the money. Let me ask you this. Three witnesses accuse you of the one who went through the red light. Yeah. How do you respond to that? How do you feel about that? <laughs> you say you light. didn't. They did. all say you did. You're guilty, you know? You, yeah. You still deny that? Yep. All right, you got to pay her, okay? Thank you very much. Wrong way. There you go. Dance your way out. All right, here comes Ms. Hamilton, who the judge thinks was not paying any attention at all when the accident, didn't know there was another car That's involved, so three crazy. cars she all together. That because I looked up when I felt them started speeding. No, you were on the phone. You just said you admitted it. Okay. I was on the phone for a second. Yeah, all right. Look, well, you're going to get some money. Right. Not everything you wanted. You okay? Yeah, I'm totally fine. All right. Fine. And I guess it never happened between two of you, right? <sighs> don't tell anyone, okay? No, no, no. <laughs> and you're not dating? Are you dating? No, no. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah I'm okay, saying don't cool. tell anyone. All right. Anyone. Yeah, you were going to date, then no, now it's yeah. over. All right. Goodbye. All right. See you. Goodbye. Okay. Harvey?
You know, just one aside here, Doug, that, you know, it is illegal to drive without a driver's license or insurance. But if you get in an accident and they say, well, they didn't have insurance or driver's license, that's not enough. You have to prove negligence in order to win a lawsuit like this. And not having a license, not having insurance is not proof of negligence. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. These are the plaintiffs, Regina and Antonio Aiello. Regina says they dropped their dog, Bella, off at the defendant's animal care facility. And an hour later, they were called saying Bella was badly hurt. When they got there, Bella was bleeding profusely from a hole in her paw. She needed immediate surgery, and the defendant refuses to reimburse them for the vet bills. This accident was their fault. Bella somehow injured her paw in the defendant's care, and they're owed $2,331.04. So they're suing. This is the defendant, Luis Galicia. He says he's been in business for 15 years, and Bella has been boarded with him four times in the past two years. Bella got a small cut to her paw while she was in one of their chain-link runs and needed three stitches. These plaintiffs are making a big deal out of something small. They're trying to overcharge him. He knows it. They know it. And soon that judge will see them for what they really are. Boneheads. He's accused of neglect. All parties, please raise your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiffs dropped their dog, Bella, off at a boarding facility, and the dog got a horrible cut that needed surgery. Now, the defendant says the cut was minor. It's the case of Bella, no Bella. Thank you, Douglas. You got it, ma'am. Regina Aiello and Antonio Aiello, you are suing Cozy Noses Bed and Breakfast for Special Pets. I love it. Represented here by Louis Delicia? Yes. Okay. You're suing him for $2,331.04 for vet bills, a dog sitter, and lost wages because, according to you, you brought your dog over to his kennel and uh, the dog was injured right away. Tell me what happened. On March 27th, we were going away to Colorado. My husband dropped off the dog at 10 o'clock in the morning. And we left the food, the dog, everything. He leaves. What kind of dog is this? A pointer, uh, sorry, a box of Pipple. She's four years old, 49 pounds. About an hour later, I work in the school district. I get a phone call from one of When the, were you leaving? We were leaving. We had a 7 o'clock flight that night. That evening, okay. So I get a phone call at 11 from one of the workers saying that I needed to pick up my dog. She hurt herself, and she was bleeding. So I turned around to the girl, and I said, she's been there an hour. How did she get hurt? So they said, we don't know. I said, you got to give me a few minutes. I need to call my husband, and I have to leave work. <clears throat> I'm, I'm just upset. So I call him, and he says, oh, my God, what happened? I just dropped her off. I'm on the LIE. I said, well, you have to turn back. We need to go get her. I left work. He on the way back. I, we met. I picked him up. We went to the place. 
and she was bleeding and he had to wrap a towel around her. And they, my, they didn't have any gauze or anything. They had a, a light gauze wrapped around her pore, but the, it, it was coming through. Right. So they gave him a towel from in the place and he wrapped it really hard. So she- So you brought the dog to the vet and what, what was wrong? She, they took x-rays, whatever, and she's got a hole in her paw and she needed three stitches. Okay, do you have pictures? Yes. Yes. And do you have the vet records? Yes. yes. May I have these both? All the records, all the visual, these are all the pictures. Thank you. <sighs> What's the, is this your dog? Yes. yes. What's the name of your dog? Bella. Okay. That's the kennel they showed us. Okay. Um, so on the day, what's the day that you went in? The 27th of March. Okay. So there's a bill for $519.75. And then the next day you brought her back? The baby, the babysitter, the dog sitter had to take okay, her who'd back. Who'd you end up taking the dog to? My, girlf uh, my girlfriend, Kristen. I had no choice to... So you called her, it was an emergency, you yeah, asked her yeah, to help. She's a teacher with me at my school. So right. she knew I was leaving and she said, if you need me, just call me. That's nice. So that's what I did. And how long were you going to be gone? For Tuesday to Tuesday, a week. A week. So she got nervous because what? Why did she take the dog back? She was vomiting. She had diarrhea. She wasn't eating. Uh, and her, I assume you mean the dog. The dog. Okay. <laughs> and, and her eyes didn't look right. We don't laugh, right. we cry. Okay, I know. go. And her eyes didn't look right. She knew something was wrong. She got nervous, so she brought she the dog back me. to the vet. And what did the vet do that day? They had to put her on IV. and Because they, they said the dog was dehydrated. Yes. Okay, and it took her to get an x-ray. And the charge for the x-rays totaled $444. Correct. And what did the x-rays tell us? Something with the lining of her stomach. And, and, and by the way, Bella's, Bella's fine now, right? She's limping, and I have to take her back in two weeks. They don't know if it's a permanent limp or not. And did they say anything to you about that it might take a while? Because it's, right, it's on her paw, right? Is it on the top or the right. bottom? The, bo the yeah. bottom, inside it, yeah. the pad. Yes. Well, that's got to hurt. How long yes. would it take oh, us yeah. to heal? <laughs> right. I mean, there's no evidence that you have that it's a permanent limp, right? No, no not yet. Well, no, not yet. Why are you so but, pessimistic? Because you're suing for money or because, I mean, come on, don't be I, so pessimistic. It's bad juju released into the world. What's your defense? I'm dying to hear it. Okay. They did bring the dog in on the morning of the 27th. And that's not the first time the dog comes, right? So this will be the f fifth visit. Okay. Total of 12 days, I think. Okay. The other visits were two and three days at a time. Yeah. So we never had a problem with Bella. They bring her in. She seemed to be a little over anxious, as a lot of them do, because they pick up on what goes right. on at home when a vacation oh, is please. coming. Oh, please. As soon as I take the luggage out, my dog <laughs> gets so nuts. And then, then she tries, if anybody opens the door to the car, she gets in the car and she won't get out, because she's assuming that we're taking a road trip and leaving her behind. Right, and so they know something's going they on. They know something's going on. So she was a little more anxious than I would say than normal. We took her back, one of the uh, kennel staff takes her in the back, put her in her assigned run. As soon as she put her in there, Bella started fence fighting with the two dogs on each side of her. Okay. Very aggressively, which okay. she's never done before because we would have that. Says who? You weren't there. Who says that to you? Alana, that she has Is a she statement here? here. No, she gave a statement. Why isn't she here? She's got to work and watch the dogs. Oh, I, I, I know, but you know nothing. You're just the owner. Why couldn't oh, somebody else work and watch the dogs and have the person with personal first-hand knowledge who claims to have seen what happened here? Because this is a, a typical thing that can happen. 
We, I'm sure we, it we, is. We always bring the dogs back and watch them for a few seconds to make sure. I know, that doesn't answer what I'm the, asking. But go ahead and give go. me the affidavit from, the, from her. And then, uh, so according to her, the dogs are uh, pawing at each other. Right, well, and, not at each other. Just Bella. Be just Bella's Just pond. Bella is uh -huh. being aggressive. Luckily, we had two calm dogs on each side. Piper was on one side and a Louie was on the other. And they didn't come back at her. But she didn't stop. So the staff member took her out of that run. And was and, she bleeding already? No. Okay. Put her into what we call the private run, which has solid sides, stainless stain right. steel sides. And I, which that's you the see. one we have a picture of here. Right. So they can't do fence fighting. They can't see each other. Right. But there were no dogs on either side of her at this point right. anyway. Where did we she get hurt and how did she get hurt? We don't know. She got hurt in that run. Well, she got hurt in that run or we noticed it in that run? Because we it noticed. sounds like you're telling me about the aggressive stuff in the other run that it probably is that's where she got no, hurt. No, we, we would have seen the blood. Plus, she would have been limping. She, there was none of yeah, that. Yeah, she would have been limping, that's for sure. Yeah, right. and we would have seen blood. Now, that door, that's a guillotine door, so it opens up and inside. I hate that. That sounds awful. Can't you call it a sliding door or All something? Right. Or, yeah. Okay. It's a beautiful French door. Opens <laughs> up. So if a dog gets a cut at a boarding facility, and it, even if it was super aggressive, is the boarding facility responsible for vet bills? Uh, no, they are not. The owner would be responsible for those bills. I'm sure they signed a waiver when they dropped their dog off, and they would be responsible. That's a fair point, but let's assume there's not a waiver. Is the uh, boarding facility responsible? Well, were they negligent? Um, well, that's the question. I mean, if a dog gets in a fight with somebody and cuts itself, is the owner responsible? Uh... I'm not sure. I think what are you saying? Sure. Yeah, well, you're paying for a service, so you would hope that they look after the animal. Okay, going inside the courtroom. She continued to run back and forth and jump at the fence, which is the gates are chain link. Okay. The gate on the inside, gate on the outside. Right. At this time, staff member went to take care of the other dogs to look and see what was going on, came back within a minute, saw the blood on the concrete. It's just right. concrete and... Uh, right. Chain link, that's all the runs are. Right. They came to get the dog. Okay. They went to the vet. Now, you're feeling, when they present you with a vet bill, your feeling is what? Well, the dog acted carelessly. Let's put it that way. You mean it was if a dog? A... <laughs> the dog acted like dogs do? Right. That, that's right. Except it's the, a dog. The, the dog is acting unsafe in as safe as environment as that can possibly now, be. No, no. Here's the problem, okay? Something caused that to happen. And the only possible things that can cause it to happen are the environment that the dog was put in. I would say probably something having to do with the fence or another dog. There should be some testimony here about this happen. How well, this ha I'm, not, I'm, I'm not done. Did oh, I breathe okay. and give you the impression it was done speaking? No, I'm sorry. There should be the, some testimony here about exactly how it happened because that dog wasn't there an hour. And yeah. there should be some testimony about it. But not only is there not some testimony about it, but I would find that testimony suspect anyway. All I know is I gave you my dog and my dog got punctured. So it was either another dog or your environment that did it, unless she stabbed the dog. That's the third thing. And I'm gonna just discount that one because that one's nuts. So either there's one of those, you know, uh, 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 the iron from the gate or something that's sticking out a little, or another dog did it or whatever it is. Either way, you're gonna be liable. So I'm gonna order you to pay 
the monies for the vet bills. I am not going to order you to pay dog sitter or lost wages. This is not that kind of case. But I think you are right. And of course, you also get your court costs for, that you had to pay in order to file the case. Verdict for the plaintiffs in the amount of the $1,184.01. Thank you. I got to tell you, because it's kind of funny, because I, when I read your answer to the complaint, um, you, you were, did you not like kind of feel guilty and want to try to work this out? And uh, uh, My second offer was $800. He refused that. Right, I know, but everything's not let's make a deal. Like he's actually out the money, so he does. But, but you were losing sleep over this. Oh, yeah. I still, I'm still going to lose sleep, because now how am I supposed to? Uh, you can't make it any safer. I know. That's Thousands why you get insurance. Thousands of dogs are I know. in there. I know. A year. I know. So. I know. Help me. No, I can't help you. <laughs> See, everybody who opens up a business has a cost of doing business risk. But your wife told you what? Call that guy back and pay him. It's not worth losing the sleep. Yeah. Where's your wife today? She didn't come with you? No. No. Because she thinks you should have just paid him and moved on. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye, guys. Yeah. So the plaintiffs prevail in the case. They get $1,184. That's the vet bills. Mr. DeLisi, you should have listened to your wife, you know. <laughs> I tried. I mean, come on. What can you do to prevent this from happening if you, other than having somebody watch the dogs much closer? Yeah, I think if I put the dog in a padded run, it could have hurt itself. Even there? In a padded run? It, it, was, it was very agitated, jumping up and down. Well, you, know, you know, it all comes down to the well. money. Well, good luck in the future, okay. okay? I think you learned something here. Oh, yeah. You tried. Mr. Aiello? Yes. Sorry you couldn't work this out before you came here. You know, he just know. wasn't willing to do it, obviously. Oh, absolutely not. But you know what? A dog is a dog. He, he can't make a dog not jump around. It's gonna no, I know. I know, I know. We all love our dogs. Yeah, so. we all do, and especially mine. You're, okay, good enough. All right, we understand. Thank you so Thank much, you. okay? Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Harvey? Well, look, I mean, here's the deal, Doug. Um, at a boarding facility, they are responsible for keeping the dog safe. And if a dog is super aggressive, then you got to keep the dog away from other dogs. And that will do it for this case, litigants, for the next case of the way into the courtroom right now. This is a plaintiff, Anthony Tillman. He says the defendant is his nephew and he bought him a dog and was supposed to get three puppies from the litter when she gave birth. A few years later, he found out the dog did indeed have puppies and the defendant tried to keep it a secret. When he asked him for one of those puppies, the defendant cursed him out. And family or no family, he's suing for the $1,000 he's owed. This is the defendant, Robert Royal Jr. He says he called his uncle when his dog had 11 puppies and told him to pick his three. As per their agreement, his uncle told him he didn't want the puppies anymore, told him to pay him 500 bucks, and here they are. He's accused of pooping out on an uncle. All parties, please use right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket. The plaintiff gave his nephew money for a dog for breeding, but the deal was he was supposed to get three pups from the litter and the defendant didn't deliver. The defendant says he told the plaintiff to pick the pups up, but he said that he wasn't interested. It's the case of a dog's life. Thank you, Douglas. Anthony Tillman, you yes, are Tillman? Tillman, Sorry. yes. Anthony, <laughs> Anthony Tillman, you're suing Robert Royal, Royal. Jr. For $1,000, this is your nephew, correct? Yes. For $1,000, 500 that he agreed to repay you that you had loaned him to make a purchase of a dog to breed, and $500 that he agreed to pay you for profit on the sales of the puppies. All right, what happened here? Well, he, 
he was going to purchase the dog with someone else. The guy bailed out on him, so he asked me to help him. Okay, and how much money did you give him? I gave him $500. And what was the agreement between the two of you? Um, I asked him what his agreement was with the other guy. So he told him it was, uh, told me it was maybe two or three pups and first pick maybe, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But then he tells me that was just a guy I know. Since you're my family, I'll make a better deal with you. We can just split them. Split what? Whatever amount of pups there were. So you're supposed <clears throat> to get puppies? No, I told him that I didn't want to deal with puppies. He can take care of all of that. I'll be a silent partner. I don't have time to deal with the dog and all that. He agreed with that. And then... Um, so what are you yeah. supposed to get? Uh, whatever he sold the dogs for, I'm not sure. But right. I'm just what asking for my money. What are you supposed to get? 50% of the profits? $500? Of the profits. What is it you're supposed to get? 50% of the profits. Okay. So, and what kind of pups were these? American Pit Bull Terriers. What did they go for? I sold mine for about three to 400 Okay. And uh, what size litter did you have? I had a litter of 12 and one to pass away. I sold the nine that I kept and... I still have one at the house, and two of them I gave away. By the way, heaven forbid that you um, put any of this in writing, what your agreement was, right? There's no, there's no contract or anything between you two. No, there's no, no that's contract. my nephew. I trust him. All right, so what happens? How much time passes, and you hear from a relative that the dog had puppies? Well, yeah, I talked to my sister-in-law, his mother. She his told mother, me, Yeah, okay. she told me that the dog had a litter, and he had never said anything to me about it. And at the time, I didn't really want to bother with it, so I let the dogs grow up, figured in a few weeks he would call me. But from September to January, I heard nothing from him, so I finally sent a text message to him, and that's when I got this whole blast of profanity. Okay. Um, so what happened? Uh, the dog He's, had... Tell uh, me about how he <clears throat> invests $500 or loans you 500 whatever it is. A friend of mine was supposed to give me half for the dog. He had a family issue, so he backed out. So... Uh, the defendant gave me 500 and we had an agreement when she when they are, she matures and I breed her that he would take two or three pups. I think it was three. And when they, when she had the pups, he didn't want the pups. He wanted the money from the pups, but he didn't want Do you the have any pups. evidence of what the agreement was so that I you can prove that it it's your just, way and not the way he said? It's just a verbal agreement. Okay. So there's no texts or emails or anything or witnesses? Texts text after the fact. Texts after the fact. So both of you sent me the text, and you have the exact same text in front of me. And each of you think it helps you, which I think is really funny. Um, good morning, nephew. This is on December 30th, okay? Good morning, nephew. Remember me? It's Uncle Investor. So the pup for which I paid half of the purchase price money grows up and has a litter of pups. You're selling them, and during all that time, you don't show me enough common courtesy to say one word about it. What's up with that? Right? Yes. You don't like that. Well, that's, that's what he texts. I, mean, so I, I know. But here's your response. Okay, first, you've known about the litter over five weeks. Why do you say that? Because he did. My aunt, his sister, told him about the litter. Right. And he was letting time pass mother. to see if you'd call him. And my mother Second, told him. Second, if I remember, you gave me $500. Hera cost me $2,100. Third, I already told Roger and Auntie that I got to give you at least <clears throat> 1K, which means 1,000. Right. Hmm. I'm going to let that linger in the air there a second. Okay. That's exactly what he's suing for that you don't understand why he's suing for. And, and that is supposed to help because you? Because I, 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 I was going to give him $1,000 instead of giving him the pups, but then I said... Fourth, say, since we're doing all the work and everything up until now has come out of my pocket, and only my pocket, sit back and wait for your money. Nothing about pups. 
You wasn't worried about common courtesy when it came to informing me about pop passing. You left me a message with no urgency. There's no there's a family problem, no 911, an voice message. Who even leaves a voice message, but you'll text me at 3 a.m. about Bud? What's Bud? Marijuana. Oh, wow. How did that one escape me? What's up with that? All right. And your response. Oh, wait, no, there's no response from you. What there is is continued barrage of texts from you. Okay, whoever is informing you, please tell them that I said shut the up and mind your business. And honestly, it wouldn't be me if I didn't send them a very personal few times too. There's three pups over here, so you're welcome to take two of them now. House them, feed them, clean up after them, and try to sell them on your own or sit the back and wait for your investment to clear. Right? That's what you say. Not... Hey, the deal was always that you took. Then it says, wait, it gets better. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Pop dies, and I get a non-urgent voice message, but now I get a text about money. Really, investor first, uncle second. You sound really angry. Yeah, I was. My grandfather passed away, and he left me a very non-urgent message that said, give me a call. Not nothing detailed, not this is serious. Did you miss a funeral over it? Yeah, I did, yeah. So would you sue a relative who stiffed you? I would. You would? Yes, I would. What do you say? It depends on how much money they stiffed me for. $500. Probably not. $1,000. Probably not. $2,000. Maybe. $5,000. For sure. (laughs) Going inside the courtroom. He passed away Monday. I didn't find out about it until Wednesday afternoon. Now, I couldn't, I didn't have enough time to inform my job. That I was leaving okay, for three so days. Okay, so then where where does it? I missed my grandfather's funeral because he didn't tell me. What are you so mad at? I've been. This is almost a month later. Almost a whole month later, you text him and say, "I've been doing some thinking, and why should I double your money when that wasn't the deal we had? Our deal was for two or three pups, not double your money. So there's pups over here with updated." Shots. Let me know when you want to take that. You know he's not going to take the pups. That's stupid. I didn't agree to take any pups, and you know that. You could have easily come to me, but you listened to her. I mean, whoever was in your ear. It turns out it was your mother. Mm-hmm. But why are you so mad that your mother talked to him and told him about the pups? Me and my mother don't get along, and she lies oh, okay. a lot. If that was true, you would have told me the dog was having pups. You never even told me. I had to find out somewhere else. Keep the dogs. Keep your money. Drop dead. You're dead to me. This is what I get for helping you when you were in a jam. Name calling, who's really a child? Same way you got in contact with me about some pups blank, you could have contacted me about pop. It's all about pop passing instead of that nonchalant voice message. Why is it only his job to let you know that your grandfather died? Was he in some unique position to let you know as opposed to every... Do you not talk to anybody else in your family? Yeah, I do. So but how come you're not he's mad? He's the closest to my grandfather, and he found out. What you're really out. mad about is that he was in, did he drive down and pick somebody up? You're ha- no, he, I don't know where he met my half-brother at, but they drove down together. They had already, so that's they what had you're already really had a road at. trip planned And I'm sorry about that, and that, that seems um, not very nice um, from family to family, but it has nothing to do with what the agreement was. I have to find out and decipher between the two of you because you don't have a written contract what the real agreement was. And uh, based on these texts, it's very obvious to me what the real agreement was. When the, he first reaches out to you December 30th, your answer is, I already told Roger and Auntie I got to give you at least 1000 That's exactly what he's suing for. I'm ordering you to pay him $1,000. Good luck, folks. So, based on what the defendant put in that text, the judge finds you're going to have to give him $1,000.
You know, I'm interested in one thing. You're really upset with him for not telling you about your grandfather's death. What about your half-brother? He was with him. Couldn't he have told you to? He could have. He's absolutely right. He could have. But, but he, he didn't. didn't either. I right? didn't get a phone call or anything from him. So don't just blame him. Blame your half-brother as well. <laughs> blame whoever you... Blame them both, then. How about that? Okay. All right. Well, sorry. you got to give them $1,000. You're going to have to live up to what you said. All right. Thank you very much. Well, Mr. Tillman, what have you learned uh, through all of this now? <laughs> you seem pretty patient. I mean, it's been a long time since well, you gave them that 500 yeah. bucks. Yeah. I went to let the pups grow up and see yeah. what he was going to do first. Yeah. And but, I mean, you know, that. normally you sell pups pretty quickly after they're... Yeah, after they're, a couple of months. Yeah, exactly. But well, it's been a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Pretty patient. Yeah. Well, you get your $1,000. You okay? You. I'm good. Thank All right, you. All right. Good enough. You All must right. sign a few documents. Thank you very much. Harvey? Okay. You know, whenever people are involved in a dispute and they end up going back and forth texting and they get angry and angry and say various things, you got to realize that if you're in a dispute and it could end up in court, the things you say in a text could end up as evidence. So when you're writing this stuff, you got to think down the road, what happens if these texts are read by a judge? Don't text and drive. Court is a Ralph Edwards Stubillet production.